Brian Johnson is one of those people with a really ridiculous bio. He was born in 1977. At 19, he became a Mormon missionary. At 26, he graduated from Brigham Young University as an undergrad. And then at 30, he graduated with an MBA from the Chicago Booth School of Business. And while at Chicago Booth, he actually had the idea for what eventually became Braintree. What's pretty incredible about this story is that it's a university business plan that just worked exactly to the letter. He started it right out of college. He said he would take five years before he would purchase something more consumer facing. And he bought Venmo in 2012. By 2013, he was processing 12 billion in payments annually and the company got acquired by PayPal for 800 million in 2013. For those keeping score, this made him worth a few hundred million dollars at the age of 36. I discovered payments by accident as I was, when I was 21, I, I just returned from Ecuador, uh, living among extreme poverty for two years. And I came back to the U S and I was shocked by the opulence and the, of the United States. And I just thought this is, I couldn't believe it. And I decided I wanted to try to spend my life helping others. That was the that was a life objective that I thought was worthwhile to pursue versus making money and whatever the case may be uh, for its own right. And so I decided in that moment that I was going to try to make enough money by the age of 30 to never have to work again. And then with some abundance of money, I could then choose to do things that might be beneficial to others, but may not meet the criteria of being you know a, a standalone business. And so in that process, I started a, a few companies had some small successes, had some fail, uh, failures. In one of the endeavors, I was up to my eyeballs in debt. Things were not going well, and I needed a part-time job to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. And so I, one day I saw in, in the paper in Utah where I was living, the 50 richest people in Utah. And I emailed each one of their assistants and said, you know, I, I'm young, I'm resourceful, I'll do anything. I just want to, I'm entrepreneurial. I tried to get a job that would be flexible and no one responded. And then I interviewed at a few dozen places. Nobody would even give me the time of day. Uh, like, it wouldn't want to take me seriously. And so finally, I it was on monster.com that I saw this job posting for credit card sales door to door. Commission. <laughs> I did not know the story. This is great. I love the head drop. That's exactly right. So it was. The low I, points to which we go in life. <laughs> so I, I responded and, you know, the person made an attempt at suggesting that they had some kind of standards that, that they would consider in hiring. But it's kind of like, if you could fog a mirror, like come and do this because it's 100% commission. And so I started walking up and down the street in my community selling credit card processing. And so what you learn immediately in doing that is if you, you walk into a business, first of all, the business owner is typically there. It's, and you walk in the door and they can tell by how you're dressed or how you walk, whatever their pattern recognition is. Mm -hmm. And they just hate you immediately. It's like, stop wasting my time. I really am trying to get stuff done. I don't want to listen to a sales pitch. And so you have to overcome the initial get out. And then once you engage, and when, you, when you say the word credit card processing, the person's like, I already hate you because I have been taken advantage of dozens of times because you all are yeah. weasels. And yeah. so... I had to figure out an algorithm to get past all those different conditions because I was still working on my other startup uh, for the majority of my time. So I was doing this part-time. And so I figured out that the industry really was built on people, uh, it, it, on deceit. 
uh, basically people promising things that, that were not reality. And so I'd walk into a business, I'd say, look, I would give you a hundred dollars. I'd pull out a hundred dollar bill and say, I'll give you a hundred dollars for three minutes of your time. If you don't say yes to what I'm saying, I'll give you a hundred dollars. And then he usually crack a smile and say, okay, what, what do you got for me, son? And so I'd sit down and I just open my book and I'd say, here's the credit card industry. Here's how it works. Here are the players. Here's what they do. Here's how they deceive you. Here's what I am. I'm no different than anyone else. I, it's like, you're going to process your credit card. You're going to get the money in the account. You're just going to get a clean statement. You're going to have someone who answers the, the call when someone asks and, you know, just like the basic, like you're okay. Yeah. And people started saying yes. And then of course I went to the next business and be like, you know, Joe and Susie and whoever said yes to. And so I built the social proof structure and I became the number one salesperson out of 400 people nationwide doing this. And I worked, you know, half time still doing this other startup. And that's I, a brilliant strategy, by the way. It's very well, very well strategized and executed. So I did it for nine months. And at the time, my customer base was making, was generating around, I think it was six, if I remember correctly, $62,504 a month mm -hmm. were the overall revenues. I thought, wow, that's amazing. If I built that as my own company, I would just make $62,000 a month of income passively with these merchants processing yeah. credit cards. So I thought, hmm. And so uh, that's when I thought, I'm going to create a company. And so then I started Braintree. And the idea was the online world was broken because PayPal had a, uh, had been acquired by eBay around, I think, 2000, 1999 or 2000. And eBay had not innovated much with PayPal. So it, it basically sat still for seven years as the software world moved along. And then Authorize.net was also a company that was relatively stagnant. So you basically had software engineers who wanted modern payment tools, but there were none available for them. And so they just dealt with software they didn't like. And so with Braintree, I thought the entry point is to build software that engineers will love. And if we can find the entry point via software and make it easy and beautiful and just a magical experience and then provide customer service on top of that, that was easy, that would be great. What I was really going after for though was it was PayPal. They were the only company in payments making money hmm. uh, because they because they had the relationship with eBay early on, people created a PayPal account. They'd fund their account with their checking account versus their credit cards. And then when they'd use PayPal to pay a merchant, PayPal had a cost of payment of zero versus if you have uh, coming from a credit card, you have to pay the bank the fees. So PayPal's margins were 3% on a transaction versus a typical payments company, which may be a nickel or a penny or a dime or something mm -hmm. like that. And so I knew, a new PayPal really was the model to replicate, but a bunch of companies had tried to do that. They tried to come in and build a two-sided marketplace. So get consumers to fund the checking account and then merchants to accept it. Mm -hmm. But they'd all failed because building a two-sided marketplace is very hard at the same time. So my plan was I'm going to build a company and get the best merchants in the whole world to use our service. Then in year five, I'm going to have, I'm going to acquire a consumer payments company and I'm going to bring the two together. Wow. And so focus on the merchant side, exactly, and then get the payments company that does the the, the customer the whatever, uh, so the uh, the other side. Of yeah, it. And this is the plan I presented uh, when I was at University of Chicago, and weirdly, it happened exactly like that. So four four years in, our customer base included Uber, Airbnb, GitHub, uh, Thirty Seven Signals, now Basecamp. We had a fantastic collection of companies that represented the fastest growing some of the fastest growing tech companies in the world. And then we met up with Venmo 
And they had done a remarkable job in building product. And then something very counterintuitive, which is make public your private financial transactions, which people previously thought were something that should be hidden from others. And we acquired Venmo. And at that point, we now had, we replicated the model because now people could fund their Venmo account with their checking account, keep money in the account. And then you could just plug Venmo in as a form of payment. And so I think PayPal saw that, that we were getting the best merchants in the world. We had people using Venmo. They were both the up and coming millennials at the time who had so much influence online. And so they came in and offered us uh, an attractive number. And my, my goal was not to build the biggest payments company in the world. It wasn't to try to climb the Forbes billionaire list. It was, the objective was I want to earn enough money so that I can basically dedicate my attention to doing something that could potentially be useful on a society-wide scale. And um, more importantly, that could be considered to be valuable from the vantage point of 2050, 2100, and 2500. So thinking about it on a, a few hundred year time scale. And there was a certain amount of money I needed to do that. So I didn't require the permission of anybody to do that. And so that what PayPal offered was sufficient for me to, to get that amount of money to basically have a go. And that's when I set off to survey everything I could identify in existence to say of anything in the entire world I could do, what one thing could I do that would actually have the highest value potential for the species? This clip was from his interview with Lex Friedman. He also has some interesting ideas with zero principles thinking and one meal a day. And it's worth reading up if you're interested.